Hey, I'm Tori. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports, but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry? Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you got a piece of raw chicken in your hand. What if, instead of putting this stuff away, we make something out of it? Uh, Let me think. No. Oh, come on. It'd be cool. And my mom would be totally surprised. I'd rather pull out my nose hairs. I'm with him. I'd rather pull out his nose hairs. Besides, you don't even know how to cook. Sure I do. Kinda. I make Eddie dogs. How hard can this be? Famous last words. How hard can this be? Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) Quite difficult, young man. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Hey, Justin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you. Welcome to our listeners and welcome to our special guest, Justin. Yay, Hi. Justin. It's me. It's you. Introduce it's me, yourself. I'm Justin. <laughs> no, we can't do that voice anymore, Allie. No, 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 it's like, it's like Minnesota. Now it's just, hey, I'm Justin. It's me, Justin. Hey, I am Justin Swinton, host of Stupid Games, Stupid Prizes on the Trident Network. Uh, Also host a little show called The Not That Late Show over at the Newport Mm -hmm. Theater in Chicago. I'm a Pisces. My favorite color is purple. Uh, Allie knows this. I'm six foot five, 320 pounds of straight brief. (laughs) Ain't that right? I love, I love how only Allie knows. This. Yeah, me and I have never met. <laughs> I, I have broken Allie immediately. Yes. On record. Six foot five. 320 pounds of beef. My tall king. Oh, he is. He's our tall king. Yes, He's our tall yes. king. Makes Just me feel sense. short. Makes me feel short. Mm-hmm. And that takes um, that takes a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Justin and I are also on the same softball team. Not just any softball team, the, the Chicago un- Theater League Championship softball Champion team. team, the Annoyance Softball League, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So this is even more fitting because mm-hmm. y'all are softball champions, which is very close to baseball champions. Yeah. And there's a lot of baseball in this movie. So there's we- a lot of baseball in this movie. <laughs> I thought that's why you guys brought me in, honestly. Oh, no, we just brought you in because you're cool. Ooh. And you're a you're a sporty spice. That's true. You are a sporty spice. She's my favorite spice. And and we enjoy your company. Oh, of course we do. Of course we do. It's like where the uh, Golden Girls like violins would come in. Oh, yeah. Or like when the audience would go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, today we're talking about Eddie's million dollar cook off. 
Bow, 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 bow. Which is very exciting. Uh, before we get to that, we actually have two shout outs to give. Oh, yeah. As and promised. we're doing those shout outs early because we're going to mention it now. You give us a review and we're going to shout you out. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to Paige H for your incredible review. Appreciate mm-hmm. you. Shout and out. Sh- shout out. <laughs> and also... We've got Rebecca R. We've got two uh, incredible listeners who took the time out of their day to think about us. And thank you so much for doing that. We appreciate you listening. And from what I understand, we don't know these people. I don't think we do. We found listeners without knowing who they are. And I literally almost cried. So thank you so much. She's almost crying now. She is. <laughs> oh, oh, there she goes. There I she goes again. So for Paige and Rebecca. Wow. And that's and, acting. And that's wow. acting. Wow. Dang. And, uh, you know, Paige and Rebecca not only are getting this shout out, but they're also, as promised, getting some swag mailed directly to their homes so they're getting it's actually just val in in a goofy hat (laughs) it's just me i'm doing a uh what do they call that where you do a telegram Telegram? Mm -hmm. but like where i deliver like i'm the i'm the telegram i'm the Mm. do you know what i'm talking about it's like on a on a on a tv show when you win a big check yeah kind of like like go to your house and they're like yeah i'm just gonna show up i'm gonna be check I'm going to be holding a D-commentary sticker in one hand and a <laughs> Trident sticker in the other hand, and I will hand them to you wherever you are. I'm going to fly to you. So I'm going to yeah. spend Ooh. the money to fly to you <laughs> to deliver these nice. stickers on your doorstep. You spend the money and then you fly back with the points. And if, you, yeah, and you, if you haven't left a review yet, you still can, and Val will show up at your door. I will mm-hmm. show up. Mm-hmm. I, I need to rack up my miles, so please give yes. me yes. Pl- fun places to go. There we go. Well, thank um, you again one more time, Paige H and Rebecca R. We're not saying your last names to protect your identities. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our teeny little tea commentary shorts. <laughs> we really appreciate you. Um, all right, let us get to the business. Val, do your business. I will do my business. All right. <clears throat> Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off came out. July 18th, 2003. So we're I'd still say on this the, is a summer movie. Oh, yeah. This is a very mm-hmm. summer movie. Um, and we're still in the quarterly cadence now. So we'll see. Ooh, I think this cadence. is kind of what they stuck with for a while. So we'll see if it, it changes ever. Um, this was directed by Paul Hohen, who we've seen quite a few times and we'll see even more times. As a reminder, he directed Luck of the Irish, True Confessions, You Wish, and in the future, he also directs Jump In, Cheetah Girls, Dad Napped, Camp Rock 2, How to Build a Better Boy, and Zombies 1 through 3. So this was written by three folks. Um, Jack Jason, who literally has never written anything else, but is predominantly an ASL interpreter. Cool. Television and movies. Yeah. So I was like, if, having not seen this movie before, I was like, oh, is there like an ASL component in this movie? There wasn't. No. <laughs> I have no idea why this guy wrote this movie, but he did. It was also written by someone named Rick Bitzelberger, um, who mostly has written a handful of TV movies, not a huge resume. Um, and then 
our pal Dan Berenson, who has written Up, Up, and Away, Scream Team, Stuck in the Suburbs, Halloween Town High, Twitches, Twitches 2, Cheetah Girls One World, the Hannah Montana movie, Wizards of Waverly Place the movie, Camp Rock 2, and a number of episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So uh, he's obviously like the primary writer. I'm not sure what the other two's role was exactly, but um, yeah, this this has actually been the case recently. I think it was on Scream Team. It was kind of the same thing. There were like two writers who had like nothing else on their resume and then Dan Berenson wrote uh, wrote it as well. So I don't know. Um, okay, the cast is as follows. Taylor Ball uh, played Eddie Ogden. And he really has not been in a whole lot. He was on a show called Still Standing as a kid. And then I think he just kind of stopped acting after childhood, which honestly, like, in my personal opinion, I thought he wasn't bad. So, like, I you know, I think he could have made a career out of it. He just must have chosen not to. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then we had Orlando Brown as Frankie. He was in the movie Major Pain. He Mm -hmm. was on a bunch of episodes of Family Matters. He was on The Proud Family, and he was on That's So Raven. Those are his claims to fame. He's been in other stuff, but those are the big things. Mm -hmm. I think he's Um, had a... A, He's had a fall a tr- from grace. A, a troubled time the last yeah. oh, little really? Day. One of my first notes was Orlando Brown. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, he's had like, a fall from grace. He's is kinda... it like he was a child actor and got all messed up because of it? Or is mm-hmm. it like, kind of gone through it a little bit? Not yeah. sure. I know that was like a few years ago, but. Um, He's still in it, girl. Yeah. Oh. Sending, sending you strength and love, Orlando. Yeah. yeah truly. Yeah. Mm, we wish you well. Mm-hmm. Okay, Riley McClendon played DB. We're going to see him as the lead in another DCOM coming up called Buffalo Dreams. Um, And he was also in The Kid, Pearl Harbor, a show called The Fosters. He's been in some other stuff, but not like a ton. He, you know, he's around. Then we had Mark L. Taylor, who played uh, the dad, Hank Ogden. Um, He was in Homeward Bound, he is going to be in High School Musical 2. This man is a character actor. He yeah. has literally, like, I am not exaggerating when I say that this man has been in one episode of every single television show I have ever heard of in my entire <laughs> life. Like, it was insane. Since, like, the 80s. Like, he's just been in everything. His resume is one of those where it's just like, wow, this guy works. And it's really mm. cool. Like, good for him. Yeah. Um, and if we ever actually do the spinoff uh, podcast that we always talk about doing about character actors, he would be one of the first people to, who I would try and get on because he is a perfect example. Yeah. Uh, then we had um, Rose McIver as their friend Hannah, who's on the baseball team with them. She really didn't do a ton as a kid, but more recently was is on the show. Killing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was on the show Masters of Sex. She's been in all the A Christmas Prince Hallmarky movies. Oh. Netflix. Yeah, she was on iZombie and she now is the lead on the show Ghosts, which is a CBS sitcom that's like oh. apparently really popular and actually pretty good considering mm-hmm. it's a My boss CBS talks about sitcom. It. Um yeah, I mean it looks kind of funny. I like some of the other people I know in the cast, so mm-hmm. you know, I'd give it a shot. So yeah, good for her, Rose. Um, Nancy Lenahan. So this is an interesting one. So Nancy Lenahan was Mrs. Hadley. She was the home yeah. uh, economics teacher, also a 
prolific character actor. Um, but she is not actually credited in this movie. Oh. For some unknown wow. reason. Yeah. A natural Ashton Kutcher and cheaper by the dozen. Uncredited. <laughs> She's a lead uh, in this movie. Like she is, in my she opinion, has many a line. the funniest part of this movie. I was yeah. laughing out loud every single time she had a line. And yet she's somehow not credited in this movie. So I credited her because she's great. Um, she was, she's been in everything from like Hill Street. She's exactly like the other guy, Mark L. Taylor. She's been in stuff since the like 80s. And she's been in one of everything um, <laughs> all the way from like Hill Street Blues way back in the day. And she was most recently on A League of Their Own. Wow. The, new, the new series. Okay. So she's still working. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, she was in A League of Their Own. Like, I like rem instantly was like, oh, yeah, that's her. Um, which is what I want to call our podcast. Oh, I know that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, James Galen was the assistant coach. Um, he was recently in You Wish, which we watched a couple movies ago. Um, he's also in Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior coming up. Um, and this is interesting. So this movie was filmed in New Zealand, as was what? You Wish. Mm -hmm. It's actually a really common thing for these decoms. They film a ton of them in New Zealand for some reason. <laughs> it must have been really cheap or something. I don't I know. I guess. So what's interesting about this is like the reason that I can immediately tell, even without looking it up, uh, that it, that a, one of these has been filmed in New Zealand is because a bunch of the like smaller parts, all of them are in one of three things. Xena Warrior Princess, uh, these two Power Ranger franchises or Shortland Street, which is like their, you know, uh, soap opera that's like really big or they have a terrible American accent, or they have a terrible American accent like the girl the other chef the young girl who was his like rival oh oh my god oh my god it all does that make so much, so much sense more sense now Justin? <laughs> yo I was like why doesn't it this was, girl know how to speak words it was yeah. so bad at some points you could tell they had dubbed her like yeah. that's yeah. how bad it was um, so yeah, so anyway, we'll get to her in one second, but this, what's interesting about this guy is that he was in both of these movies that were filmed in New Zealand and he was in these Power Rangers and Xena, um, but he's American. He's from Louisiana and I, he must've just like moved to New Zealand or something, or like they really liked him and like put him in this stuff. I have no idea how he ended up Which in all guy? Of these things. The guy who played the coach, James oh, Galen. Oh, James Galen? Yeah. I don't know. Very interesting uh, thing. He was also in Bridge to Terabithia mm -hmm. and the movie <laughs> Avatar, which is now relevant again somehow. Um, <laughs> then we have Susan Brady as the mom, Sarah Ogden, and you will recognize her from Xenon the sequel, which was filmed in New Zealand. So obviously that's how she got that part. And her notable other parts were on Xena and Power Rangers. Oh. <laughs> and then, of I course, her. Yeah, she was great. And then, of course, Bobby Flay as himself. <laughs> <laughs> How they pulled uh, Bobby Flay, who knows, but I'm into it. Yo, <laughs> right. honestly, I had never heard Bobby Flay talk that much, so I was not prepared for his very distinct New York accent. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It hit me like a ton of bread. I was like, what is this? Is you this come back Bobby? here, I'll teach you how to crack it. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I'm like, who is this uh, man? He was channeling his inner Michael Rappaport. <laughs> <laughs> he really was. 
Oh my goodness. All right. Synopsis. <clears throat> and by the way, uh, Justin, so you're aware, I don't read these before I read them right now. So this is a surprise to me. Oh. As it is to you. A junior high school student, Eddie Ogden, is an aspiring baseball player, but what he truly loves is cooking. Although he receives plenty of athletic encouragement from his father, Hank, who also serves as his team's coach, Eddie can't resist pursuing his culinary skills, and this decision ends up interfering with baseball. Despite the disappointment expressed by his dad and friends, Eddie presses on with his cooking and enters a high-profile competition. That is long. Justin, you don't even need to do the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the whole movie. No, I'm not yeah. like, No, babe. Justin, you still have to. Sorry. <clears throat> you still have to. Rats. You're stuck. All right. Gratitude. I didn't take notes. You have to. <laughs> it's all on you. Um, all right. Business is done. Justin. Yes. So as we've sort of alluded to, you have never seen a decom. This All the is, way through before today. This is the first one I've seen in its entirety. Wow. For sure. Wow. So I won't ask you if you've ever seen this before. <laughs> um, <laughs> why don't you just share your your first impressions of this movie with us? Oof, woof. Um, <laughs> this movie was like, I wasn't prepared for the movie to feel so out of date. Mm -hmm. like it was just so overtly like everybody really had some beef with like Eddie cooking because apparently cooking makes you not a man <laughs> even though Bobby Flay is like the celebrity calling for the movie I was like mm -hmm. this is so weird um it's just I wasn't prepared I truly <laughs> was not prepared for like the child acting choices that I saw um <laughs> I wasn't prepared for like the lack of actual baseball. It, it kind of made me mad. Like I was like the baseballs they use, I guess were like CGI or something. If they used any at all, they were CGI. And I will talk about that later. <laughs> it was very disappointing. And yeah, I mean, it had a nice little tender moment at the end that kind of got me a little bit, but oh boy, I, I, I'd say I'm not, I don't think I'm going to revisit the million dollar cook off anytime soon. Fair enough. Fair enough. Al. Thanks, Val. <clears throat> I think I'm going to have a different opinion than everyone else on this movie. Um, I was really excited to see this movie. I hadn't seen it in a while. Now, last year, I believe when I was in Colorado watching uh, the 13th year, I think my friend downstairs turned on Eddie's million dollar cook off. <laughs> I was watching a decom for our podcast upstairs and my friend was watching Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off downstairs. Um, I wasn't paying attention. I did then find out the end of the movie. So it was a little spoiled for me because I hadn't seen it since. So that was a little disappointing, but also not that disappointing because I was like, oh, like I'm really excited to watch it and everything. Um, I even told Val, I'm like, oh, I think Val's really going to like it. And as I kept watching, I was like, oh no, Val's going to tear this <laughs> <laughs> fucking movie apart um i aside from all of the like misogyny and sexism in this movie i think that it had a lot of great potential and i think it's really fun and honestly i give this movie a seven and a half like wow, yeah, there's, wow. there's some wow. like shit that like yeah yes like yeah those parts are not great but like if you take all those parts out 
I think that it had really good bones. And I think if it were remade now, it would it would be taken to a different like they would tackle that differently. But in 2003 and 2004, they could get away with that, which is why they so hardcore pounded that in. Um, and then it has a good lesson at the end. Like, it's not like we went through it for no reason. And it was like, oh, well, that's disappointing. And everything ended up kind of where it was. It's everyone kind of learned to be like, we had to pound it into you so that you could like, so that we could get this really dramatic finale at the end. So I really did not hate this movie. I thought it was fun. I like the characters. I don't like DB, but I don't think anyone does. Um, <laughs> Impossible. And obviously, like, dad <laughs> sucks. You know, dad sucks. <gasps> sure. Um, Bad. And like, okay, I'm spoilering it now. Whatever. You're going to hear Spoiler City in like four seconds. Like, <laughs> even he turns around. And knowing that even like the one of the worst people tur- can turn around, which doesn't typically happen in real life was really nice that was you're right about that i will say the the end like did get me where i'm just like i don't know i'm a sucker for that yeah, i finally when we, understand when we get our there, relationships like, son yeah like i don't know i'm a sucker yeah. for it yeah um yeah so i'm sticking with a seven and a half i thought it, i i i enjoyed it i would watch it again Ooh. Val, first impressions <laughs> So I went into this, obviously, expecting to like it because you had told me I would. Um, And I did. I want to be clear. I did not hate this movie. I I thought that it had, like you said, kind of good bones. Like, I love a sports movie. I love a cooking competition. You know, like there was a lot of stuff to like about it. I think that, yeah, what it suffered from, and we've actually talked about this a lot with other DCOMs, where they're trying so hard to like make some kind of large point or like commentary on society and they kind of fall over themselves trying to do it. And I just think that's kind of what happened here. Like, I think I was also trying to give this movie some grace because I was trying really hard to remember being in high school and how people would have talked about this stuff. And if I'm being fair, I actually think that this was not that far off or like that much of a caricature of how some high school boys would talk about and like I guarantee cooking. there are still high school boys That's, that talk that way. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying it's right. I'm not saying that they are in the correct. I'm saying no. that society has they still exist. led them to to exist. Thank you. Right. Yep. 100%. And like I think that what what, what I was trying to sort of like uh keep in mind was like not even just that boys were like this then and still are, but even more of them were like, then it was much more socially accepted to sort of say these things out loud that they were saying. But also there was a lot more internalized misogyny in girls, which you saw a lot in this movie as well. Um, And I thought like, I was trying really hard to sort of be fair, like as frustrated as I was getting at like them just saying the thing like over and over again, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, we get it. We understand. Um, And it was also like, very homophobic like they weren't saying that but like they were implying it and so like basically just to be super clear because we're kind of dancing around this this boy likes cooking and everyone keeps saying like that's for girls and like Mm -hmm. they keep asking like where's your apron and like stuff like that so it's like just a lot of really directly like gross comments about the fact that he likes to cook so i that part bothered me but i was also trying to sort of like 
understand and remind myself that like, no, this is how people were. This is why most people like who were queer, for example, in high school didn't come out until after high school, (laughs) you know, or like any number of other weird things that are caused by, you know, sort of that kind of like lifestyle or way of being in society. So, um, I think that, uh, if you set that aside, as Ali kind of said, like, I think that um, this movie was fun. It was very manic. I felt like this movie was moving a mile a minute for the entire time. Like there were moments where like it was literally timed like at the end. But mm-hmm. even when it wasn't like that, like I just felt like people were like running around and like throwing stuff. And cr- there were like four food fights. <laughs> it was Yo, just, there was it so much faster like, than any baseball game that has ever existed. Right. On like. They literally play a baseball game and only like 30 minutes has elapsed in this elapsed in this cookie cooking competition. They've gone through like two or three innings. I'm like, that does that's not <laughs> the whole mm-hmm. cooking competition would be over. <laughs> not on so, the annoying softball team. Nah, <laughs> Those games efficient. are over in 50 minutes. That's true. Or <laughs> wow. else they kick us off the field. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like on the whole, I liked it. I it definitely I, I agree. If they remade it today, I think it would be a lot more like smart about the way that it addressed this stuff i think yeah it Probably. wouldn't be so much like that's yeah. the girls it's more like uh, this is our thing and this is baseball and mm-hmm. and right. this is the thing that i grew up teaching you how to do so that's why i want right. to do this with you you know right and right. not yeah. so much like don't do that because it's for girls right right totally. um one quick question for you both since you yeah. both like this movie thoughts on the music choices because it was all oh, over the place. Oh, <laughs> lots of good sax in this movie. I love no. a note. <laughs> the music choices were insane. Oh, but in the man. best way. It's like, well, it's time to cook. It's like, what in the what? Oh, I think yeah. that also like D-coms added to the mania. So good. Decoms are so good at scores. <laughs> uh, Thank you so much for bringing that up, Justin. Oh, my God. My, yeah, my should... Sims bar of, like, happiness just went, like, There <laughs> 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 were such distinct choices for, like, quiet moments when he would be, it would be the middle of the night, and he's, like, cooking in secret, and they would just have the most random, like, bass solo-y music, and you're like, what is happening? What's happening? <laughs> So silly. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It had yeah. some things it could have worked on. It also could have developed Hannah's character a lot more. Like she was kind mm-hmm. of, why is this person here? We don't need that. Like this is a totally, like it, I get it. Like she has a passion and she feels restricted too, but then just make the movie about her. Like, you know what I mean? Like she needs her own story rather than being like a prop in his. Yeah, I think it was to show the contrast kind of, of like it can go both ways. And it sure. should it have been more fleshed out 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okie dokie. Let us move on. Uh, Justin, uh, did you have any favorite quotes or moments from this film? Um, No specific quotes, but my favorite part of this movie is when Bridget, who's like the other cook, at one point says legumes. And she (laughs) says it with the most non-American way possible. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. She's either a robot or she like, there's something up. We broke her on legumes. I was like, they did it 50 times and that was the best take. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> it's such a distinct moment where I literally had to pause and rewind. And I'm like, I don't think that's how you say that. Mm-mm. 
Not for us, anyway. <laughs> That's funny. Al? Uh, yeah, I had a couple. So um, I liked how Eddie is the original Salt Bay. He was. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I have that note. I have that note. <laughs> he was, he was uh, the original Salt Bay. Um, I like at the beginning when all of the boys are coming home from the baseball game and the house shakes and they're all coming to mom for dinner. It was very Vanessa Bayer a la. My Totino's boys. <laughs> that was very funny for me. Um, another uh, favorite moment is when the timer runs out. Instead of saying like zeros, it's just like question marks. It's like, mom, we don't know what time it is. We don't know what's time. <laughs> I liked that. Um, and then my favorite, uh, my favorite quotes. I actually have a few. Um, Time to get a new team name. More fear, less rodent. Because they were the gophers. <laughs> um, the, our, our, our opening quote, I had a, you know, you have a piece of raw chicken in your hand. Mm. Uh, which is very funny. And then I'd rather pull out his nose. His nose. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the quote of Martha Stewart never had to put up with this. <laughs> I wrote oh that my one God. Down. <laughs> that was good. And then I don't know the context of this quote, but I love it is except Tuesday. That's when I jazzercise. (laughs) Oh, the teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her. Uh, Except Tuesday. That's when I jazzercise. (laughs) So, you know, I think think this movie is really fun. I I, like it's so hard because I really wish that like all the misogyny was just taken out. But. It, another spoiler i'm saying it i don't care i love that the kids stick up for themselves yeah i love that, that they get to a point where they're like no i'm not tolerating mm-hmm. this anymore mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. think that's why you know it sucks that it was so pounded in so hard but i it, it, that payoff to me was really nice instead of that yeah. you know i okay i'm done val no, i agree <laughs> i agree with you i agree with you I, val I you take agree. over <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I liked there was this cute kind of running gag at the beginning of the movie because the team is really bad at baseball. And so the assistant coach is the one who starts it. He goes, looks like we got the whole team back. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then like multiple people say exactly the same thing. Looks like you got the whole team back. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> um. So that was funny to me. And then... Um, the teacher, so the teacher had this, like her affect was so funny to me. She would like say something and then she'd sort of like say some, like the rest of her line under her breath. Like no one except us was supposed (laughs) to hear it. Um, and so she, at one point she goes, Bridget, Bridget's the girl who's like trying to way too hard and who's very Mm -hmm. into cooking. And she goes, Bridget, stop scaring the new students and me. (laughs) (laughs) Every line was like that. Um, oh, at one point, this was so sad. At one point, Eddie says, maybe if I win, it won't matter that I like to do it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, He's just so he's just so good in this role that you just want him to succeed in everything so Mm -hmm. bad. He's very endearing. Like, it's it's honestly kind of hard to play what he was doing, which is like someone who's actually extremely likable and good at sports and gifted at cooking. Like he he's good at everything and everyone Mm -hmm. likes him. And like, that's not always easy to play. I gotta tell you, Val, it's just so hard to play this role. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's so hard. It's and so, I, I, I see empathize. you working so hard at it. I know. Thank you um, for your acknowledgement. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone eye rolled when they. Yeah. <laughs> um, another line from the teacher. Bridget, there's a little thing called building anticipation. Uh, <laughs> she's so good. Uh, she was. Stand um, out. At one See, point, we're convincing Justin that he likes. Yeah. This. No, <laughs> it didn't. Not enough baseball. Not. A, I didn't learn anything about culinary. The culinary arts that I did not already know. <laughs> um, the music is the saving grace. <laughs> yep. Um, I loved the little time capsule question of how's Carrie Wood doing? Oh, <laughs> oh <yeah>. my god. <laughs> <laughs> That was just so relevant too. Yeah. I know. Because I, I mean, growing up in Chicago, I wasn't, a, I mean, I grew up going to both White Sox and Cubs games, but mm-hmm. like you just knew who Sammy Sosa, Carrie Wood were, mm-hmm. uh, Mark McGuire. Like you mm-hmm. have all of these like early 2000s baseball players who just stick out in your mind. And like Carrie Wood is one of them. Yeah, for sure. I know Mark McGuire is, was a St. Louis Cardinal. I just want to yeah. put that out there. No, oh yeah, you don't we, want the internet jumping you know. on you. Yeah, I don't we want any, you know. any any nobody any, write in any sports people thinking I don't know sports because I'm a girl. <laughs> Allie, you're a champion softball player. You ain't Thanks. you ain't got time for these complaints. I am. Yeah, you did win a championship queries. all yeah. by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, this is mostly. I think that's pretty much it. Um, a moment that I have very mixed feelings about, <laughs> mostly negative, is towards the beginning. The, to sort of illustrate that Eddie has this like natural affinity for food is he makes something called Eddie dogs for his friends. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the hot dog stand, they order hot dogs, and then he sort of creates this like monstrosity of a hot dog using all the toppings. This boy was sticking his bare hands yep. into every single one of the containers. With these toppings. I was like, dude, this is the most disgusting. Like, it doesn't matter pre post COVID. This is the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen. He did it for the purple stuff too. I know. And I know. There was I, so much well, of like, bleh, and like Frankie was doing it too. Like they were all doing it, but it was just so gross. He better not be doing that in front of Bobby Flay. I know, right? <laughs> well, if anyone wants to know what an Eddie dog is, it's basically a Chicago hot dog. Add the ketchup. Oh, yeah. There were like three different kinds of peppers. I mean, it was like wild. There were like cherry peppers. I was like, where'd you get cherry peppers at a hot dog stand? Yeah. It's New Zealand, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to New Zealand for your cherry peppers. Yes. (laughs) You crazy kiwis, you. Peepas. That's how they'd say it. Um, Okay. Uh, Anyway, uh, that's enough of that. Uh, (laughs) 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 Anything else anyone wants to talk about before we go to Spoiler City? Just one random thing, just to knock dad down another peg. Made so much about his son in the kitchen, but can't handle the sight of blood. Come on, pops. Oh, what are yeah. We doing? I think that was super intentional, right? Like, that yeah. he was, it was also funny to me because he was kind of like nerdy. Like, the dad's yeah. really nerdy, but he was like all about like boy things. Yeah. I think it was like him kind of, you know, overcompensating. <laughs> I was a little surprised the blood didn't come back, honestly. I was expecting yeah, it. Right, like, like he should have cut himself when he was cooking and then like something. he didn't faint because yeah. he had to help or something like that. 
Um, yeah, interesting. Good point. I loved. I love. I. Uh, I like that you brought that up. Um, okay. Let us Let remove us. our our uh, aprons and our jerseys. Val, do you keep saying lettuce because it's cooking? No. I'm saying let us. Okay, I need let everyone to us. vote on if Val is saying let us. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. Fine. It's intentional it and I'm a genius. Yeah. yeah. You're intentional and you're a genius. <laughs> Let us commence. Uh, spoiler city. Let, no, but seriously, how are we getting naked today? We've Al? ripped off our baseball pants. We've <laughs> ripped our off pants? our, our mm-hmm. aprons. Apron. We're only in high knee high high knee high white socks yep. that have <laughs> that have ketchup, mustard, and sand stains. Mm. Wow! Welcome okay. to Spoiler City. <laughs> And you know mine are high because I'm six foot five. Six foot five. <laughs> Your socks go up to my shoulder. Yeah. I mean, listen. <laughs> when you're 320 pounds of people, is that the way that's yeah. at it first? Is yeah, it going yeah, up? Yeah. No, 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 no I don't remember. You okay. Yeah. You've had too many Eddie dogs. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Tall King Justin, <laughs> thank you so much for doing the synopsis for us today. Yes, yes, of course. All right, everybody, hop in my large vehicle because I'm a large man. It's time to go to Spoiler City Woo! with this movie. Yeah, hop on in, guys. Buckle up. Vroom, vroom. Uh, we start on the baseball field and meet Eddie. Uh, he is a middle school child. I don't know why I say child like it's a question, but he <laughs> plays for the Groundhogs of, I could have sworn I saw a California flag. So somewhere in California, he is the star first baseman for the Groundhogs. In fact, a at the start of the movie, he's the only good player on the team, essentially. Everybody else is bad, but at least we've got Eddie. Eddie loves three things. His family, baseball, and he loves cooking. Is it in that order at the beginning of the movie and does it change? We shall see. But the first game, they end up losing because they are not good. And to cheer everybody up, he makes his specialty which are Eddie dogs. Eddie has his best mates, DB, who is trash. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then he also has uh, Frankie, who is pretty decent. He could stick up for Eddie more, but he does all right. He's not as bad as DB, so he looks a lot better comparatively. Mm -hmm. Um, And he also has a couple of... I love how they open this movie and you have... The two twins who are like baseball players and all they do is fight each other at every <laughs> chance they get because that's really how twins work. Um, <laughs> uh, so Eddie really gets into cooking. And by the time school comes around, you learn that like Eddie's dad is the coach of the team, which is honestly red flag number one. Like never have your dad coach your team. And then they reveal later that. The coach is also married to my... I don't know why they spread it out like this pacing-wise. So you learn Eddie's the best, his coach is his dad, and then the coach is also married to his mom, so their mom and dad. And you're just like, why is this the order we learned all these things <laughs> in? Um, but the Groundhogs are the worst team in the league. They are trying to become the best, and to do so, they need to beat the Eagles. Um, but before that, school starts, and... I don't know if this happened with you guys. This has never happened for me, but I see it in a lot of movies and TV shows. Apparently, you can just run up to a, bowl, a board 
and write your name in the, on a page that says electives and that's the class you get that never, never happened for me that's no. not a thing i don't know where they do this where they keep simulating this in movies and tv but when it comes down to it everybody is trying to get into computer science because one it is the wave of the future they should have done that and two it's an easy a you're just playing video games apparently there's a mad dash to get to the elective board there's a bunch of kids like not physically fighting but they're jockeying for a position to try and get to the to like the right class that they want eddie has his hands on two forms the one for home ec and the one for computer sciences and eddie for one moment is selfish for himself and he says you know what we're gonna take home ec because he gets a look at that kitchen on the way in and he says damn i'm trying to get in there and flip some food uh so he signs him <laughs> and all his friends up for home ec class where they meet uh, their teacher and, and they meet their teacher and they meet Bridget, who is almost a villain. <laughs> like <laughs> she starts out as a villain because she immediately threats violence on DB because DB kind of had it coming, but like immediately threatens to slice him up. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you learn she's like, she loves cooking. She basically takes home ec every year. She's very serious about her craft, which I kind of respect, which is why I can't, give her full villain status. Um, basically what happens is everybody is upset that they are in home ec, all of Eddie's friends, except for Eddie, because he's like, I kind of like this. I'm into this. Uh, there's one great moment where Eddie is like cooking um, at home to surprise mom and the rest of his family. And honestly, this is the worst meal you will ever see in your life. <laughs> My boy Eddie made like fried chicken, but instead of just using batter and dipping it in like grease, he also like dipped it in like crumpled up like cereal. So Fruit it was loops. like, yeah, it was like Fruit Loop fried chicken. And let me tell you, oof, my mom would have put hands on me like nobody's <laughs> business if I ever had done such a thing. But time goes on and we learn about this million dollar cook off, which is not a million dollars if you have the best dish. It's a collection of scholarships that are given out to a culinary institute. Uh, and Eddie, is like, ooh, I think I want to get in this. Of course, Bridget's going to be in it because she's Bridget, and that's her game. She's all about it all the time. Eddie starts falling more in love with cooking. He starts saying later, and because of this, his baseball game starts slipping, which Dad is not about. Dad hates this. Dad doesn't necessarily know it's culinary art-based just yet, He's very frustrated with his son because he's the best player on the team. He expects him to lead by example, but he's like, well, I mean, it is what it is. He'll shake it off, I guess. But he's like, you better not be doing anything weird or anything that'll make it seem like a girl, which is such a weird choice for dad. We don't have enough time. We'd go widely over the 10 minutes if we talked about that weirdness. <laughs> uh, but and he secretly enters the competition. He makes a dish and he mails it out, the recipe. He mails the recipe out. Uh, and after a couple of weeks, it is announced in the middle of the class that Bridget and Eddie have qualified for the million dollar cook-off, much to the surprise and anger of DB because he's a world-class hater. <laughs> DB's whole thing is he isn't really great at anything. So he's just going to push people down who are good at something. 
that's just my non-professional opinion. Um, <laughs> so they get into a whole thing, which starts our first of many food fights in this movie. <laughs> this is the first one that is just confined to the home ec room. Their Jerry Springer looking ass principal comes in and gives um, Eddie and his gang detention. But they're okay with it, I guess, because it's just more time for them to hang out. At this point, DB confronts Eddie about honestly liking cooking so much. He's like, yo, you need to make a choice. It's either baseball or it's this stupid girly stuff. They say that so much in this movie. And Eddie's just like, I don't know. Why can't I have both? And he's right. Why can't he? Um, So Eddie races home because he figures, well... If I found out about this, they probably mailed me my um, my letter finding out that I am in the competition. He gets home, and unfortunately, his older brothers, who aren't in this movie very long, but they're shitty 99% of the time they are on screen, uh, have discovered this. They've ripped it up. Um, they're basically making fun of Eddie. They call him Edwino, which is, ugh, yikes. Uh, and then... <laughs> Dad finds out about this as well. Mom was trying to keep a secret because she's a real one, but it just doesn't happen. Dad finds out he's extremely disappointed in his son being good at two things. Um, and at this point, Eddie really does have to choose whether it's the cook-off or the Groundhogs, his baseball team, because the Groundhogs, they've won a bunch of games suddenly. No real explanation. Well, I guess everybody's just a year older, a year better, maybe. Who knows? Gross spurts. Um, but the day of the baseball championship is, of course, the same day of the million dollar cookoff. So Eddie has a decision to make. Eddie, making that first selfish choice, thinks that he is doing his best job to help out his team and not be selfish again. And he goes to play for the Groundhogs as they play the Eagles in the championship. Um, at first, the game's going pretty well. It's pretty even. It's back and forth. Um, but because Frankie's a good friend, and because, I guess, I don't know, the cable package is really weird. He has a TV at the baseball field that is showing the million-dollar cook-off on TV where we see celebrity chef Bobby Flay flaying it up as the host. Very New York accent in this. So, so New York. Like, literally rode the six train to the contest. And he is just, he's doing his host. He thinks he's being Bobby Flay. But this starts to distract Eddie. Eddie starts getting off his game. He takes his foot off on first base a lot, which is a no-no. Um, he starts struggling at the plate. And all of Eddie's friends are like, at a certain point, except DB, because he's, once again, the worst. Um, like, you got to get out of here, man. Do the competition. You need to do what's right for you. Uh, and so he does. Right before he does, though, um, there is this really nice moment of, I forget Eddie's, he has one female, like, friend who, like, is on the baseball team, and she loves baseball, but it's Hannah. all been, who? Hannah. Hannah, yes. Oh, my God. Hannah, um... Her mom has wanted her to be a cheerleader because she was a cheerleader. So she's been pretending to be a baseball cheerleader, which is not a real thing. And then mom came to see the championship game because, of course, it's a championship. And she tries to put on this front as if she's a baseball player. And she finally says, Mom, I'm not a cheerleader. I'm a baseball player. And, of course, because this is a good adult, they're like, I just want you to be happy. So then Hannah goes out here and gets back on the field and 
fucking crushes it in that moment eddie's dad this terrible coach and terrible dad sees this and is like maybe i should be the same way for my son so he gets himself ejected from the championship game which was actually a really nice moment um to go help his son at the cook-off uh so he finally get eddie and his dad get to the cook-off maybe 10 minutes apart from each other also the brothers are now there because they saw Eddie on TV, and now suddenly this is the one percent of the time they're being good and supportive. Uh, it all comes down to this. There's, of course, a race against the clock. Eddie is trying to make his dish and win the cook-off. It comes down to the last minute. Everybody else has help, and who shows up to help Eddie? His dad. They have a very sweet, goofy movie-esque moment um, where they finally see eye to eye on things. Aww. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, so, and there is one secret ingredient that you have to use in the dish because this movie, of course, set the template for every cooking movie ever. I mean, cooking show ever. And it's lemon. Eddie pulls out his dish. It's perfect, except there's no lemon. Uh, and there's seconds are winding down. Dad tosses him a lemon in slow motion. Eddie catches it, whips out his little zester thingy. Uh, you can tell I'm a chef. Oh, it zests <laughs> over the food really quick. Gets it in just in time. It's a great moment. Eddie has beat the clock. Um, and they're waiting for the results. The results, Eddie doesn't win, unfortunately. Bridget wins because, I don't know, she cooks every day. So I guess she probably is a little bit better. And she had the full two hours as opposed to Eddie, who had like 70 minutes. Um, come to find out, the whole Groundhog team comes in. Uh, after Eddie Luce, he's very broken up about this. He's very sad. He's kind of got like a tear in his eye. The team comes in and tells him they did it. They won the big game. They they did it. They are all champions. Um, and they kind of tell Eddie, hey, it's not the end of the world. You know, you're still new to cooking. You can be good at two things and not always win. So Eddie's like, yeah, you're right. You know what? Let's go out and have Eddie dogs or whatever. And they all exit and they're all happy. And then Bridget's like, God damn it, what about me? I just won the, <laughs> the goddamn cook-off. And Eddie, in this one last moment of sheer herodom, is like, come on, you can come with us. Of course you can. And that, my friends, is Eddie's million-dollar cook-off. Wow, Justin, thank you so much. That was absolutely perfect. It was. I want to talk just a little bit more about like the stuff that happens at the game, like when the kids kind of stand up for themselves, just because I think yes. that's a really cool moment. So they finally come around. Even DB comes around because this whole movie is about being passionate and whether you should be ashamed of your passion. Even Bridget, the whole thing is everyone makes fun of her and teases her and picks on her because she's so unbelievably passionate about cooking. Mm -hmm. And they finally get through DB's thick little skull uh, when they're like, you love baseball. Like, you, this is your passion. So can you understand if someone was like telling you you weren't allowed to love baseball or play baseball because it mm -hmm. like wasn't for you or whatever? And he's like, oh, like it literally took him <laughs> the whole movie to figure that out. But anyway, they tell Eddie to go to the competition and they send him away. And then there's this whole conversation about, well, now what are we going to do? Now we're for sure going to lose because everyone else here plays like a girl. And and this girl who has maybe had one line up until yeah. this point, it's not Hannah. It's this other girl that's on the team. Cam, I think. 
Yeah, I think you're right, Kim. Kimberly, Kimberly, yeah. Yes. And who is like very clearly, and she even says this, like she's very nerdy and like not athletic at all. She's like, why, why do you keep saying that? Like she just straight up says it. And then all of this stuff comes out, like, because at one point he, like the dad was like making fun of the Eagles coach because he's a nurse. Like there's just so much like weird stuff like that in this whole movie. And this kid is like, my dad's a nurse. Like, you know, like everyone's like coming out with all of their stuff. And it's just this like cool moment. And then Kimberly is like, why does Eddie always have to save the team? And she just grabs a bat and goes and hits a grand slam. Yeah. (laughs) Come to find out. Whatever. Kim can't run, but she can hit real well. (laughs) She can hit. Um, So I just, I like, I wanted to revisit that moment just because I I think it was like the redeeming like moment after all of this, like, excruciating misogyny that like this little young girl points out what everyone else has been hearing and, and allowing to happen. Yeah. No, it was really great. And yeah. It was cool. This thing coach had his little line. He was like, my dad was a hairdresser or something. Right. Like that. Yeah. I, I loved like- that too. <laughs> his whole like demeanor, the assistant coach, like he didn't have a lot of lines or a lot to do, but like, I loved him. I thought he was so, so funny like his sort of like whatever man attitude the entire time <laughs> he was giving me a lot of danny glover vibes for some reason i don't know oh, what it was okay just maybe because like, he was in angels in the outfield Ooh, i don't know as a coach i mean I he was a very different kind because of- he was around a problematic white guy i guess most of the movie <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough um cool anything else that we want to um talk about about the movie before we go into bingo. And I mean, the only other thing is like, Eddie is just such a good person. Yeah. Like Justin mentioned at the end, like how he was challenging Bridget this whole time and she was challenging him and she's like, what about me? And then he's like, Oh yeah. Like he was so fun to watch this whole movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am glad that his dad came around and like he was also the fact that he I think he came in second place, maybe, or he didn't yeah. he didn't say. Yeah. Um, but he literally did all of the cooking himself when Bridget had a team of three other people. So he maybe worked 70 minutes and then only had 60 with a with one other person. Mm. So I think I don't know. I li- I really liked this movie, y'all. I really yeah, did. No, Eddie is a very endearing character and the the guy who played him was really oh, great. We love you, Taylor Ball. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet. <laughs> um, all right. Shall we play some bingo? We shall. One, two, three strikes. You're out at the old bingo cook-off. Woo! Welcome to bingo, where we bing your go. All right, uh, Justin, since you're our lovely guest, let's have you start in the top left corner. Ooh, uh, a one-hit wonder song. I don't recall hearing one. I heard a lot of instrumentals. Just a lot of sax. There were mm-hmm. songs in this movie. Hold on one second. I had. I thought there was my... one that I shazammed, but couldn't. I can't place it. <laughs> so there was a... <laughs> I, I definitely don't recognize any of these songs, so I feel like we can assume. Well, first of all, there was a food fight to Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers. And I remember writing, wow, Tchaikovsky. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but uh, there was also a song called Now We're Cooking. 
Mm. Of course. Uh, performed by G Bonafide and J High. I feel like that might be a one. Let's wonder. count it. I'm counting All it. All right. Cool. There were a couple other ones, but that was the cool. first one. Breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera? Nope. No. Not here. Holiday themed. Ch- no. Championship. Championship. <laughs> I was like, is summer a theme for Halloween? Oh no! But we often have we often are like, well, if if nationals or like the finals was was a holiday, <laughs> yeah. we definitely get this one. <laughs> clunky metaphor, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, there's a metaphor, and it was clunky as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Parents who just don't get it. Ooh. Oh yeah, textbook. Mm-hmm. Textbook. Cool, non-parent adult. Teacher. The teacher. Is the does the teacher count? Oh yeah, she's uh, cool. I yeah. loved her. She's great. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Um no. no. I think so. Nah. No. Not this one. Competition to resolve central problems. Mm, Yay! Yay! Two of them. Two of them. Wow. <laughs> two competitions to resolve two central problems. <laughs> For real. <laughs> a montage sequence. So oh, yeah. many. Oh, Every time yeah. there was a food fight, there it was also a montage. And there oh. were at least one or two other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I mention a funny moment we didn't talk about? Yeah. Justin mentioned... Uh, that Eddie tries to send his recipe to the competition, but instead of sending like a written recipe, he like puts it in a jar and is going to send it in a box. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what is that? So funny. No. So then he yeah, goes to school the next day and Bridget is like, yeah, your recipe has to be down to the exact like tablespoon. And right. he just turns around and walks. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. He wasn't a measurement kind of guy. No, no I mean, you, know. you saw him do the salt day. Right. <laughs> with the sauerkraut and his poor dog yes. oh my god oh my god oh, that was such a cute little scene he had a golden retriever and every time he would cook in the middle of the night he'd make a huge mess and the dog was always covered Biggest in mess. whatever stuff that he was so using silly. it was very cute the dog had to that be was, so happy uh, that was a very well-trained dog yeah. just mm. sitting there covered in crap <laughs> covered in crap covered in crap uh cliche villain no right I mean, misogyny. I, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I guess I I don't know what defines a cliche. The, and I would say from. like the evil, dad, who, evil student, like against you. I would say yeah. that Bridget is, even though you're questioning it, Justin. I think she kind of fits the bill. Okay. She does, and I also think the dad does too. Like we've counted dads that were kind of like him. Oh yeah, in other movies. Oh okay. Well then, yeah. Mm-hmm. X them up. Uh, clothes or items you owned. I didn't know anything specific, but boy, did I layer my shirts like Eddie <laughs> did in this movie. Yeah. So much layering shirts and even like shirts. layering of necklaces. Like there's just all we did in the early 2000s was just layer the shit. Out of yeah. <laughs> then once it got to Hollister, it got to be too much. And we all ceased. Right. <laughs> I can't afford two of these. Yeah. Um, I didn't have, I mean, a specific item, but I did have a baseball glove growing up until I oh, got sure. a softball glove. So if we would yeah. like yeah. to count that, I will mark this box. Do it. Balance and support. Mark it up. 
Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60%. So we get the point if it lands in between 40 to 60 and Val has to get within five on either side for herself to get a point just to feel good about it. And it's just for me to feel smart. Oh, fun. So yes. So last episode, I was absolutely shocked uh, when it was like 73. Yeah. So I'm going to say, since I liked this movie way better than that one, I'm just going to guess 73. Wow. That couldn't be more wrong. Yeah. You're off. We've got a 49. Are you kidding? Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm not freaking kidding you, but we do get the point. Yeah. (sighs) A lot of people felt like me. Like, okay, this is like a five out of 10. That but Val, you need to you need to know like a lot of people liked this one, and you didn't. <laughs> you liked this one, which means other people did. <laughs> All right. Uh, happily ever after. I'd say so. Oh yeah. 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 I'd say they so. won the championship. He got second place. Bridget's cool now because she yeah. finally got vindication. Yep. Yeah. Everybody, everybody got a dub. <laughs> Almost kissing. No, mm-hmm. no, which there's is weird, absolutely sometimes we really try to make this happen and not in yeah. this movie. There was they, no, did it feel like they tried to cut the Hannah thing out at parts or am I going crazy? I don't I think th- I, I didn't get the sense that they were trying to do that at all. I think Hannah was literally just there to have the exact same situation and con- like reverse. contrast of it happening yeah. in another gender. And okay. like it, was a bummer because I think they could have done a lot more with her. But I think that they I think that if anything, they strayed away from that because they didn't want to distract from the like main point of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. no kissing. Someone who became famous. Yeah. Bobby Flay. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is Bobby Flay too famous for a TV movie? Oh, no. Wait. It's on TV. He's yeah, but, too famous but, for a decom. But he's yeah. Yeah. Does it mean ever or in 2003? Well, in 2003 wasn't that sort of like the height of what was he on? Which one was he on? Um, That's the Iron Chef. Oh, yeah. He appeared in Food Network's Iron Chef in 1994. So they I would had say the that Food Network back then? Mhm. So I would say that by 2003 he was definitely famous. Um okay. so at least by like Food Network was more niche back then, but mm. I still think that like I don't know. I I would I would let it. I would say yes, he was too famous to be in. Mark this. it up. Let's mark it but up. But then we can't count him for someone who became famous because he was already. No, famous. we're counting Christmas no. Prince. Oh oh, what's her face? Hannah, the girl yeah. with Hannah. Oh okay. yeah, Rose, Rose MacGyver. MacGyver. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm counting Bobby Flay and I'm counting Rose MacGyver. Okay. Cool. Betraying of one's real friends or values. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. He stays true to what he wants, even in the face of a lot yeah. of adversity. Yeah. Uh, your childhood crush. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Bobby uh, Flay? <laughs> Taylor Ball. <laughs> I had He's- the biggest crush on Eddie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is this legit? Is this a bit? No, it's not a bit. It's Why a bit. would it be a bit? <laughs> I'm just surprised. At me, like a tiny white boy who looks Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> You're surprised. <laughs> I, 
I, I, yeah, a little bit. Oh, he was I so mean, cute. He's you so can, cute. I hope he's a suburban fourth grader. <laughs> <laughs> well, he turns 35 this year in a couple, in oh a month gosh. and a half. Wow. Hit him up. Hit him up. I don't wow. know what he's doing. I can't find it. I don't think he's on Instagram. I tried. Oh, shoot. Obviously bad special effects or stunts. Okay. All the balls. Hmm. Them balls. There is a scene at the end when, or towards the end when um, DB is running in slow, slow motion because he gets caught between the third baseman and, and home. And so there's a lot of like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And, and at one point, like you don't even have to pause it. You can just see it. The ball like smudges and sort of disappears and then comes back oh, in no. this guy's mitt. Like it was so clear that it was fake, that it was CGI. Oh no. And I was just like, are these kids that bad at baseball that you can't even trust them to hold the ball? <laughs> like, what yeah. are you doing? So um, yeah, there was some bad special effects Ooh. in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Uh Disney Channel Star, yeah. Orlando Brown. Orlando. Mm-hmm. For That's sure. That's so Raven. Musical number. No. Mm-mm. Sad. <laughs> but lots of lots of nice sacks. Mm-hmm. Uh magic. Nope. Nope. Magic of baseball. Yep, I was thinking it. <laughs> uh someone who says the title of the movie. Um, they nice. say million dollar cook off, but they don't They'll say, say Eddie's. Eddie's. No. Million dollar cook off. No. So no. Nope. Scooby Dude. This no. means Justin that like the kids kind of un like reveal the monster, like solve the problem. Well, Dad was kind of a monster. That's true. The kids <clears throat> do, do kind up. of do that. Yeah. I'm I say yes. It. Yeah. I say yes. Yeah. Do it. The heroes create the problem. No, they did mm-hmm. not invent misogyny. In <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, not at all. Lee is a fish out of water. No, in fact, Eddie is a fish in all the water in all things. Mm-hmm. We need a, a sequel where Eddie's bad at something, I guess, or something. I don't know. <laughs> Eddie takes up synchronized swimming. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Al. All right. Well, we had a lot of almosts. Oh. And one full oh. Let's with go. our with our last minute edition of someone too famous for a TV movie, Bobby Flay. We have our second row down. We have cool non-parent adult, someone too famous for a TV movie, competition to resolve central problem, a montage sequence, and cliche villain. Ooh. Wow. Bobby it. Bingo. Woo! <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks for playing bingo. And now we're going to play uh, the game of bam, 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 bam. new team who dis. Oh, <laughs> this is a sports game uh, where since we're all improvisers, we're going to be a little creative. Uh, this is also inspired by an actual homework assignment I had in high school. Uh, you are going to think of a uh, a city. And put a new sports team in this city. Okay. And you also have to come up with a mascot. 
So you can either go city to sport or sport to city, and then you can add your mascot in at the end. So we'll give you a couple minutes to like kind of like think about it. Um, we'll take okay. a couple minutes. It's not time any city, any city, any sport. Okay. Any city, any sport, any sport where you're like, oh, wow. Like hypothetically, if we only had one baseball team and you're like, oh, Chicago has a second baseball team and I'm calling it the, the White Sox and their mascot is going to be a Southpaw. Okay. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm locked in. I'm okay. Feeling confident. Okay. All right. Um, mine, uh, do, do you, we want me to go first to make sure we're on the same page, Justin? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. So I'm going to use the one that I used in high school, but I'm going to change it up a little bit. So the one that I did in high school was a New Orleans hockey team <gasps> named the Hurricanes, which I have since decided is relatively inappropriate. And I'm Ooh. going to change the team name to the Voodoo. Ooh. The New Orleans hockey team Voodoo. Okay. Got you. It's funny you talk about New Orleans because <gasps> are we on the my, same wavelength? My baseball team coming to New Orleans would be the New Orleans Crawdads. Ooh. And then their mascot would be a big old crawfish, and they could call him Big Daddy. Yeah. That's wow. good. I'm That's so good. not in the same ballpark, oh. literally or figured. <laughs> That's good. Wait, can I guess, Val? Did you pick a soccer team? No, no. Ooh. Okay, what'd you pick? So I went. My camp was in a place called Minocqua. So I did the Minocqua minnows. Um, Minnie the minnow is their uh, mascot, and. Um, this so you know that baseball team that's on TikTok that like does the funny the Savannah dances? bananas Savannah banana. yeah the Savannah banana so this is like the Savannah bananas except it's all women uh, and they do fun like silly things and acrobatics and dances and all kinds oh, of yeah. stuff that's so, awesome yeah that's my idea I like that no that's Thanks. great all right so if anyone takes these and runs with it you know who to credit <laughs> I just want a hat you ain't gotta give me too much money yeah. we could make a crawdad's hat. We could make a hat. We could put a hat in the merch store. Ooh, that's fun. Let's make hats. All right. Thanks for playing. Dun, 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 dun. New team who diffs. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the game, Al. Yeah, welcome. Oh, Justy, 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 Justy. Thank you so much for joining us. You are stunning and perfect and so tall. I know. <laughs> it's hard to be all these things all at once. Ha ha ha, LOL, oh. it was just me, a short man, hiding in this tall man costume. <laughs> Justy, <All along. laughs> Justy was sitting on the back of 10 raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> we were like Voltron, just stacked on each other. Oh, silly. <laughs> oh, Justin, where can people find you on the internet? Ooh, uh, on Instagram, I am Swin, S-W-I-N, underscore Swin, underscore two Swins, two underscores. Thank you. Excellent. And do you also have a, a, correct me if I'm wrong, do you have an Instagram for your show? I do. It, thank you for bringing that up. It's mm -hmm. NTL Show. I would say we'll have our next show is actually like a couple of days after this is getting released, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. at the Newport Theater. Mm -hmm. 956 in West Newport Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. I don't know the zip code. Okay, thank you so much, Justin. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Thanks for, you know what? And 
we like having a, a wide variety of people on our podcast because it's fun to have someone who's never seen a decom before join us um, because you gave us a lot of insight that, I mean, we've seen a lot of these. We've now seen even more of these. And it's fun to have someone be like, I don't even know what I'm getting myself into. So thanks for diving right in with us. Oh, my God. Thanks for giving me something new to check out. I'm since I have a Disney Plus uh, membership, I'm, I'm stuck with it. I may dip in. I may try okay. and see some. I may oh. see Johnny Tsunami Esquire DS. You um, Johnny Tsunami lawyer does another tips? another dad that does not get it. Oh <laughs> no, God! He's but, not worse than Hank, is he? But oh. Jed Jackson is in it, so you got to watch it. Yeah, oh. Jed Jackson. Yeah. Oh. I knew a lot about. I would always hear about Jed Jackson, but never seen it. He was dreamy. He was. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, before I forget, before we forget. The next movie we're watching is Cheetah Girls. <gasps> so Cheetah get excited. Sisters. All right. Uh, well, we love everyone. Leave us a review. Okay. <laughs> I always make Val laugh so hard before we end <laughs> that we we take like an extra minute and have to end. She's laughing so hard. <laughs> Bye, Val. Bye, Al. Bye, Justin. Bye, y'all. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.